When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. Joining us today is Jamie Spock. Jamie has been on the show a few times now, updating us on her big Jewish lesbian wedding. She was officially married to her wife, Jackie, in November, and we have her back on the show one last time to hear how it all went. Jamie, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so glad to be here. This is our first time not in the studio, so it's very different. I know. We're distant, <laughs> but still, still together. So tell us, high level, what, how'd it go? What was it? Um, it went amazing. It went like everybody says your wedding flies by like that and they're not joking. <laughs> On the day before our wedding, when Jackie and I were going to the hotel to like get ready for our rehearsal dinner and, you know, set up shop, she looked at me and she was like, these 36 hours are going to go by faster than anything else. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and now it's like, oh my God, like that was craziness. Like that was insanity. But it was, we, I think we got the only nice weather Sunday of like the mm. entire autumn. And it also happened to be marathon Sunday. So it was perfect Ooh. for the marathon runners I heard, <laughs> but we got such gorgeous weather. Everything went smoothly. I mean, if there were problems, like we didn't know about it, which is always the case. Like, I mean, we, we did run a little bit late when it came to family photos, but nothing, nothing too terrible. And then nothing too crazy. At the end of the night, we were like, that's it. Like it's over already. But yeah, we got, I think everything we wanted, we got, we didn't walk away mm. saying, oh, I wish we had this, or I wish we had done that. Or like, we shouldn't have done this. We walked away that were like our main regrets were like we didn't eat enough. And <laughs> everyone's like, the food's really good. I was like, oh, thanks. I had like three bites of it. <laughs> People did feed us. I want to point that out. Like they didn't let you go hungry. They didn't let us go hungry. We just were like <laughs> too hyped on adrenaline to eat and that there wasn't enough time in the party. But like that would have happened. We would have felt like that no matter how long it went on. So. I dig it. So tell me a little bit more about that decor. I think the last time we talked, you wanted to use like books and tie in New York City and disco balls. How did that how did that end up being executed? Um, so in terms of New York City, we did our photos in Astoria Park, which is very like we got some pictures like just in the park, but with like amazing foliage. And then we did some pictures mm. closer to um I forgot the bridge's name because there's so many bridges um, but you get a little bit of the skyline in the back and you get like the um, the industrial looking bridge in the back so you get a little bit of city there 
And I did actually end up renting a vintage cab that took me from the hotel to photos and then took Jackie and I back from photos to the venue. And then it was out there while guests were arriving so they could like take pictures of it. And things like that. Yeah, it was amazing. We had mini black and white cookies as part of dessert. Um, And we had a Mr. Softy truck at the end of the night. And then for our program and our menu design, like there were little like little taxi cabs drawn, little little bagels and locks, little black and white cookies. So just little little things like that. And then as for the books, we had um, as part of the centerpieces on every table were stacks of books, both from our personal library and books that my great grandfather had bound like a hundred years ago. So we had like old copies of like Shakespeare and uh, Mark Twain and different classics like that on every table. So it was like, it was nice that they were old, but they were also sentimental because they were like from my family. And we had a disco ball installation. That was how we brought disco balls in. And then we had little disco balls on the tables. And our wedding logo was a disco ball on top of a stack of books. How cute. I love that. Which like, I have not stopped talking about our wedding logo. <laughs> I live. Then I think you guys also took separate bachelorette trips. Tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jackie, so we decided that we wanted to like do our own things. Like we each wanted to have our special like moments, especially, you know, like in wedding culture, there's so so much emphasis on like the bride that it's really hard to feel special. I think when sometimes when you're two brides. I mean, that might not be everybody's experience, but that was ours. But yeah, Jackie went with her friends and bridal party to a cabin upstate and they did Camp Jackie themed. It was Parent Trap. And they just had an amazing time like doing, they had like color war for her. They did like little like camp kind of activities. They watched the Parent Trap and they had her do the newlywed game with like a video that her friends had recorded of me, like answering questions about her that they showed her. And then I went a month before our wedding, me, my two maids of honor, one of my bridesmaids and one of my friends. So it was a much smaller bachelorette party. And we went to Newport and we did, we got like a cute little house and we had like a Golden Girls themed dessert night. We had like dessert on the lanai and there was like cheesecake and stuff. And we had a teenies and weenies themed dinner on one of the nights where like we had hot dogs and sausage and peppers and different martinis and we did a ghost tour which like I love ghost tours and we went out one night to a bar and it was it was just like it was nice and relaxing and we went to the Newport mansions and we had afternoon tea and it was very like we each did things that were very us we didn't like Mm -hmm. we weren't like oh we have to do like the 17 wineries on the (laughs) bachelorette but yeah we definitely had a great time doing those and we're really glad that we each did our own trips i love that and then where did you guys honeymoon so we are a month from today going on our honeymoon in south africa right after the wedding we did like our wedding was sunday monday we just kind of like chilled and processed um and then tuesday through friday we were in puerto rico oh cool so it was it was just a nice little like we were at the fairmont in San Juan, which was super nice. And um, we both had never never been to Puerto Rico. 
it was a nice like oh, cool. beach reading uh, we just got to like really decompress from the wedding and now mm-hmm. in a month we're going on our our big our big honeymoon adventure which we're going to be going on safari first and then we're going to go to the winelands and stay at a really nice place there and then we're going to end the trip with four days in cape town and we're so excited i love that south africa's amazing you're going to have a great time yeah i'm so excited um how long will you be there we'll be there for two weeks so like with including travel time so nice Nice chunk of time that we're going to be there. Nice chunk of chain. Yeah, nice chunk of chain. That's beautiful. Anything else that you want to tell us about your wedding that you loved? Um, I loved like just the feeling of being in the room with ev- with all of our friends and family while we were getting married, like while we were under the chuppah. It was just so nice and so special. And I know that, you know, like I'll, I'll rarely if ever have an opportunity like that again. My concern about the stations for food with the bottlenecks, like, I don't know, there may have been a slight bottleneck, but I didn't care because I wasn't the one going to the buffet. Like, I didn't get any of my own drinks. We were, we were, we felt very spoiled and very taken care of. And Hmm. I know you're like anti-wedding party, but our wedding parties really showed up for us. Like, my mom, like, I love her so much and she had a great time at the wedding, but like, she had some big feelings. I think partly because like my dad wasn't there and, you know, it's just hard watching your only child get married. And mm. my instinct is to kind of like go be with my mom and like try to calm her down and whatever. But my bridal party was like, no, this is your day. Like, we'll talk to your mom. We'll be with her. Like, you take your pictures and be happy. Like, this day is about yeah. you. It's for you. Like, just everything was like way beyond my expectations. And all, I feel like all the time that I had spent like worrying about our venue and the food and just things like that, like everything worked out the way it was supposed to, I feel like. Always. It always does. Everything always works out. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. 
And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Instead of emails for this episode, I wanted your help answering post-wedding listener questions. So one of the first questions we have is, any ways to avoid post-wedding exhaustion so one can enjoy their honeymoon? And the second part of that question is, when did you leave for your honeymoon if you took it right after your wedding? And we kind of already know the last part of that question, but tell us how you avoided post-wedding exhaustion. Um, I didn't. So I'm just going to say that (laughs) right off the board. Like, I didn't. I think we were both like, the emotional calm down is so like, we were, we knew people like that had talked about, like after your wedding, you're going to be like, tired and you know kind of worn out and we were like yeah yeah and after we went through we were like oh my god like so i think in terms of the exhaustion like sometimes sometimes the only way out of a situation is through it so like really listen to your body really rest like for the first couple weeks after our wedding like Jackie and i very intentionally like did not make very many social plans with friends and, and things like that. We, we were very like, we're going to be at home. We're going to rest. Mm-hmm. We're going to cook our own meals at home. We're going <laughs> to just relax and just kind of like try to get ourselves together after this huge like life event that, you know, the lead up has been a year and a half. Like we've been like high stress and anxiety levels for a year and a half. And it's not instantly that you're going to come out of that. So also adding extra therapy sessions helps Mm. letting yourself go to bed early is, is definitely also a good thing. And we were both very honest with like our workplaces and our friends and our family that like, we're tired. Like we are not operating at our like optimal levels right now. And it's going to take a little bit for those optimal performance levels to come back. And I think people were very accepting of that and also very appreciative that we were straightforward about that. And like, listen, Mm -hmm. like, we're just not going to be, you know, we're not going to be where we're, we're used to operating and that's okay. Like it takes time to recover from the best day of our lives so far, but like we still need to recover from that. So <laughs> we need a minute to get ourselves back to a hundred. I love that. And then we all know that for your honeymoon, you took like a mini moon and then you're taking a larger trip later. Um, and are you happy with that decision? 
I'm so happy with that decision. We are very lucky that we're able to do that. We know not everyone in terms of, you know, like money or or time off from work or not a lot of not a ton of people are able to do that. So we were very lucky that we were able to do that and kind of had to do it that way in terms of um, the amount of time that Jackie could take off from work. I mean, if it's possible, I would definitely recommend doing something like that. I mean, you don't have to like go somewhere like Puerto Rico. You could go, you know, a couple hours drive away from where you are. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so necessary. So necessary. Yeah, I feel that. And a next question we have is what do I do with my dress? Mine is currently still sitting in the closet. (laughs) I think like I love my dress so much. And the thought that like I'll never wear it again is like hurting my soul because like (laughs) we paid so much money for this dress, put so much time and effort with fittings and just thinking about it. So I'm like, I'm honestly probably going to wear it around my house a few times (laughs) and then I'll probably take it to get cleaned and preserved at some point. Yeah. I mean, if you don't see yourself doing those things, like you can sell it. There's nothing wrong with, you know, selling your wedding dress. Or alter it. You could change it into something where you could wear it more often. Yeah. 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 Except I don't, I don't love when, have you seen those TikTok videos where like in between ceremony and reception, they'll take like just regular scissors and cut the dress to be a mini dress. Not a good idea, but choose your adventure. I mean, I the same thing of like people who cut their hair in the middle of a, their reception. I'm like, why I could is never. this necessary? Like I, like I wish I was brave like that to just do that, but I am not that brave. But why do you also want to take time to go away from your family to go change the way you look? I think it just, with a day that's already so drastically short, I'm like, you want to now spend 30 more minutes like away from your crew to go do that? Like, sure. But to to who? Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Let your (laughs) your flag fly. Like if that's what you want to do, that's amazing. I just could never. I could never. I I agreed. What was your biggest regret on a splurge? If you have any. I don't have any regrets, honestly. We did go over budget because like, of course you will. Like every wedding. (laughs) I've yet to meet any person who's like, I stayed under budget for my wedding. I want to meet that person and like study (laughs) them and like how they did that because that would be incredible. Like, especially in the final, like last two months of like, just buy whatever, like you're buying everything. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I'm spending money. Like there's no tomorrow. Like I'm like, I'm going to jail. And I'm not going to have access <laughs> to my money for like the rest of time. But I I think the things that we splurged on was definitely the disco ball installation, which actually I had initially ordered something much more elaborate. But then in mm. one of me and Jackie's like budgeting talks, we were like, listen, we <laughs> can either in, have <laughs> reel it in. Like we can either have this disco ball installation or we can have a book bar. Because I had also ended up tasking this bookstore in Brooklyn called The Ripped Bodice. They have one in LA. It's a romance mm. bookstore. And it's like, it's owned by two sisters, at least one of whom is queer. And they're both Jewish. So we're like, oh my God, like perfect. <laughs> so we're like, we can have the book bar or we can have disco balls. So I was like, you know what? I'll text our planner and she can get us out of our contract with the disco ball guy. 
And she was like, great, got it, heard, like, we'll, we'll get you out of this, like, so you don't spend any extra money. And then he actually came back to our planner and was like, well, actually, like, I was going to get photos from their event because I have someone asking that they want us at their event at the same venue next year. Mm. And they were like, so we will like, like, what's your budget? And we'll see what we can do. I was like, "Hmm, interesting. So (laughs) we gave him a number that we were comfortable with spending. And he said, yeah, got it. Perfect. So I don't know if that counts as like negotiating, (laughs) but like, I'm not advocating everybody do this to every vendor. Like, don't do this, but be like, I'm going to cancel because like I can't afford it. And then sometimes they'll come back and be like, well, actually, like for us to do your event, like, like this will be good for our business as well. We want to make it work. The book bar was also a splurge, but guests were like raving about it. People were like going insane. Like one of my cousins who's 13, she was like, so the deal with the book bar is like it was there during cocktail hour and and guests could go and choose one book to take home. And they would get like a book, a custom bookmark that we made and a custom like sticker to put in the book. That was like this book came from the wedding of Jamie and Jackie. My cousin scammed like all of my aunts and uncles <laughs> into going and getting a book for themselves. But actually she wanted it. <laughs> so she ended up with like five or six books somehow. But you know what? It's she learned it. how to game the system so like good for her but um (laughs) but i would say like our splurges all added something to the day i didn't Mm. like i didn't upgrade the furniture just because i I thought it would look nicer like we tried to be very deliberate and like these things that we're spending money on will like reflect us and will you know be enjoyable for all the people that are going to be at our wedding so i really don't have any regrets never have any regrets just learned lessons but I'm, I'm grateful that you did the splurge. <laughs> Should I give feedback to a vendor that was a disappointment, even if they haven't asked for it? I think yes. Feedback is always good. I don't, don't want to say unfortunately, but unfortunately for us, we were like thrilled with all of our vendors, except for maybe our venue manager. But like mm. our, our coordinator dealt with that. But I think, I think in terms of giving feedback like all of our vendors have asked for like different reviews whether it's like on google or we've written them i think if you're gonna go negative hopefully the vendor knows what you're talking about like hopefully you're not (laughs) you know just coming out of the blue with like this person sucked like hopefully if there were issues during the day like the vendor also you know hopefully would recognize that as an issue and i think depending on you know, your relationship with them, you know, what the disappointment was. Like if you reached out to them and be like, hey, like we weren't really happy with this. Sometimes I think like telling them is better than just writing a negative review. Because like for most of the people that you're dealing with, like they're small businesses and reviews can really harm or help. And I think if you're just going to give a negative review or whatever reason. (laughs) Yeah. Like communication, I think is always best. Cause I, I I would think that if you were disappointed by 
the vendor, like you wouldn't want, you know, the next bride or groom or couple, you wouldn't want them to be disappointed with their experience as well. So I think yeah, the, the purpose of feedback, like it might not change the outcome of your event, but it could, you know, help someone else. And I think that, you know, ultimately should be the goal of feedback that you yeah. give to your, to your vendors. And I would also take a beat after your event. Um, cause sometimes, you know, emotions are high and everything kind of was moving so fast and really identify what, what you want the feedback to be. So it can be constructive, like you're saying, so that it can benefit hopefully someone else on the other end. But even if they haven't asked for it, I would definitely ask for like a postmortem call too. Like ask, I know postmortem isn't the best word, but just like a closeout call. Um, but just say like, Hey, can you hop on? We'd love to just talk about the event and how it went. And, and I'm sure they're, to be honest, like as overcritical as I am, I'm like, Oh my God, we didn't get to this. And I ran this late and this vendor was, so it's like, I already have a laundry list of all the things that I did terrible. (laughs) So sometimes having these calls, you're like, yeah, I caught that too. Yeah. I wish that was different. So it's sometimes you'll find that they're also along the same line, have the same thinking as you of what kind of went left. And sometimes they'll even give you clarity on what, what happened, which I think might help you. What moment with your spouse would you prioritize? A first look or a first touch. Okay. I, I feel like the discourse that I see on wedding TikTok is either like very pro first look or very anti first <laughs> look. Like, like the first look takes the magic away. Like it really doesn't. <laughs> Especially for us because we I mean, we had slept together the night before, sorry, slept in the same room the night before, but then we got ready separately. I think it was like, it was nice that we woke up together, but then all the craziness started, we were apart. And I think the first look was nice for us to just be present in the moment with each other and like take a moment to take it in like, it's our wedding day. Like this is happening. And I'm Mm -hmm. so glad we got that time before, you know, everything kind of picked up that we were able to pause and just take it all, take it all in. Also before our first dance, when we like got introduced and went down to the dance floor, we did um, the the parent trap handshake before we went into (laughs) our first dance. That was also like if you're going to do something silly like that that's personal to you on like highly recommend doing that cuz it's so fun how did you get past the it's over feeling of wedding and honeymoon i haven't i'm going to be totally honest <laughs> my post wedding blues have been bluesing i've had to definitely have some extra therapy sessions i think it helps that our honeymoon hasn't happened yet but at the same time, like there's not much planning that we need to do for it, because especially because we went with a travel agent. So we're just waiting for it. Like we're not, you know, <laughs> doing much prep for that. Because I think also with the post-wedding blues, like for me, it was not only the emotional come down, but it was also like all this time that I had been stressing about the wedding was like not not time that I was thinking about my dad. So Mm. it kind of like replaced my grieving. Mm. So after the wedding all stopped, it was like, oh, wait, like the grief kind of came 
rushing back and now it's the holidays. So that's, you know, never an easy time of year when you've lost a loved one or a parent. Again, being honest with people, with where you're at, not trying to hide the fact that you have the post-wedding blues. Because initially at first, like I wanted to be like super strong and like, yeah, it was the best day ever. And like, now we're going to have the best life ever. Like, rah, 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 like nothing. (laughs) I'm not sad about anything. And Jackie spent the entire day after our wedding crying that it was over. It was like, she was like, I'm so sad it's over. Like, I can't believe it's all. (laughs) Like, it was, she wasn't crying because she was upset. She was crying because she missed the moments. But like, she had more like acute post wedding blues that kind of like tapered. And mine were like a slow build of like after I sensed (laughs) that Jackie was like doing better. I was like, oh shit, like I am not doing the greatest with coming out from the bubble so yeah lean into it in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity use rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including louis vuitton chanel and cartier head to rebag.com to get five percent off your first purchase with code rebag new shop today at rebag.com that's r-e-b-a-g.com and use promo code rebag new for five percent off your first purchase Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline now we're going to move into a game segment we're going to play a game of unpopular opinions and this week we wanted to do something a little different so we asked jamie to give us her unpopular wedding opinions now that she's had her big day so the first one is sunday weddings are underrated yes they are so underrated like the amount of times i've heard like in real life, on wedding TikTok, on this podcast, not not with you, Fallon, but like <laughs> other guests and other people saying like, oh, yeah, a Sunday wedding, like such low energy, like Saturday is the best day, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Sunday weddings are just like, they're just elite, like especially for for me being Jewish, like a lot of our weddings are on Sundays. So like that's like wedding day that I associate. It's like the day of the week that I associate with weddings. But also I think like if your wedding is on a Saturday, then you have a lot of pressure to have the post-wedding brunch on the Sunday. Mm. Whereas with the Sunday, like people are going to work on the Monday. And like if they've if they haven't taken off and like if they have taken off, like they want to do their own thing. Like let let them be let them relax like you could do your own thing with your spouse and you know your family if you want to but like i think there's less pressure to make it like a full weekend like Mm. we had our little we had our rehearsal dinner and our little welcome drinks on saturday night 
we had our wedding on Sunday and we were done. Sold. I love that. I'm here for it. I am pro Friday wedding. I love a Friday wedding because Sundays are like my, I like to go to church. I like to recharge. I'm like, I turn my cell phones off on Sunday. So when I'm like approached by a client who's like, we want to have a Sunday wedding. I'm like, oh, you took my one day of silence, but I'll do it. (laughs) So it's like, I agree. It's not, I mean, they're great, especially if you have like a Sunday brunch wedding, they're cute, Mm -hmm. but I definitely prefer a Friday wedding. So that way I can get my weekends to chill. But then would you feel like, (laughs) do you have clients who come to you for the Friday wedding and they're like, no, but we want to do activities on Saturday and Sunday too. So most of our Friday weddings are like destination weddings. So everyone will kind of fly in on a Wednesday or Thursday and we'll have the welcome event on Thursday. We'll have the wedding on Friday, but you're giving everyone still their full weekend to like mm-hmm. explore destination, maybe get back home if they have to be at work. So right. it's kind of like still giving people their weekend, quote unquote. That's the only, yeah, most of my domestic or local weddings are still on Saturdays. And I get Sunday to like, I have post-wedding blues too. Well, I don't really have <laughs> blues. I have like, oh, I get to archive this project. I get to sleep. I get, because you feel hungover after a wedding. Close all the tabs on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Our, like delete, 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 delete. Like, yay. <laughs> there is a jump for joy. But Sundays you feel like you've been beat up. Like running a wedding, like you are walking a hundred thousand steps every day and talking to this many people and managing that. And so it's like, experiencing the wedding is one thing, but like working it, you're like, my feet feel like I've been beat up. My head hurts. My I'm hungry. I'm dehydrated. So it's, it's kind of the same feeling that you guys get as far as like, yeah, it's over. So Sundays are like my healing day. Um, but I can, I can see how a Sunday wedding could be overrated. Overrated or underrated? (laughs) Underrated to some. (laughs) Like a Saturday night would have been nice, but like we just don't have the budget for that. Like that's – and the the competition for Saturdays is like it's too much. It's too much. I feel. I feel. Yeah. The dollars and cents definitely make it – make her worthy of being chosen. (laughs) Yeah. Although Sundays are getting more popular, so the dollars and cents might not Before you know it, it's going to be like – uh, Tuesday wedding, we have a special, like if you guys want to come out, we've got Tuesday <laughs> wedding deals. <laughs> um, you could make it a taco Tuesday wedding actually. Yeah. I was like, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. Having an actual officiant marry you over having a friend marry you. I, I have only been to one wedding where it was a friend marrying them. And the friend did an amazing job at this wedding. Like the ceremony was beautiful. Like we were all crying. Like that was great. But in general, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's more official if you have like a justice of the peace or, you know, whatever, like a, like we had a rabbi, like you have a priest. I I just feel like it makes it more official, you know? And like, like at the by the power vested in me by like this website.com it doesn't have the same like <laughs> it doesn't have the same panache for me but like yeah i might be a wedding elitist but like <laughs> i'm okay with that i'm okay with that yeah i think as far as like having a good cocktail hour run on time or i find that whenever i have a friend do it they're just not they don't get they don't understand how to like work a room or Mm -hmm. speak, like really have that presence. 
And I agree with you. It's like it kind of makes it feel really like, oh, we really got married when I find like a more religious person is kind of at the helm of it. Not to say you can't have a friend do it. Just make sure they're they're really great at speaking. Make sure they're a good public speaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure they're a good writer too or can accept um, constructive feedback. criticism and feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would definitely work with someone who's performed a wedding too. Like, mm-hmm. um, so they understand exactly the flow. Cause I've been to so many rehearsals with the friend and they're like, so where does the ring exchange go? And you're like, oh my God, this is <laughs> like, there's, <laughs> there's ceremony templates online. Like, yeah. How hard is that? <laughs> like, this is the person speaking over the, the marriage that you, you want to hold over the rest of your life and you want to make sure it's really a good person. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like if you're going to if you're going to do a friend or a family member, like you better like be ready to go up to bat for that person. Like, yeah, make sure that they have what it takes because not everyone does. No, period. Like I don't. I probably couldn't do a wedding. (laughs) It's funny. I got I did a wedding. I've done two weddings. And that's why I'm like, it is so much harder than it looks. And it's so it just feels it felt so serious to speak over like I'm the one that's, you know, kind of giving the blessing of this. I was like, I feel underqualified. Like a hundred percent. Um, I was like, I didn't go to seminary school. I don't know all the verses of anything in the Bible. Like I was like, no, someone else needs to do this. But I mean, I did it and they're still married, but yeah. <laughs> or even if you're not religious, like like there are people that like officiate weddings, like and that's their job. Like and it's not religious, yeah. but like seriously, like yeah, I would maybe go with that. But that's again, that's just my personal opinion. Agreed. Choose your own adventure. Y'all know how to do it. All right. First looks don't ruin the magic of seeing your spouse walking down the aisle. Yes, we kind of are. I kind of already talked about this, and then yeah. I, when I realized that that was my opinion, that I brought, I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have talked about this. <laughs> but I. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And like for – I don't know if it would be different with like a straight couple where like the man is like waiting for the bride at the altar. Mm. Like Jackie was waiting for me like midway and my mom mm-hmm. took me midway and like she gave me and she gave me a kiss. She gave Jackie a kiss. She went to the chuppah and then me and Jackie finished the walk ourselves, mm. which, I, which I feel like is becoming more popular. And I love that, honestly, like the couple walking together. It's it's such a different vibe from the first look because like this is your the actual moment that you're gonna be getting married, so yeah. like I I feel like you just can't compare the first look with the you know walking down the aisle because they're so different in mm-hmm. terms of the day and like how it feels. I've had people who when they do the first look, they'll they won't do have like. Like if you were wearing the a veil. veil or something, like yeah, it's like maybe keep the veil off. Yeah, you know, that's what put I the did. Flowers away or something, and like keep mm-hmm. it a little bit. I won't say casual because that is <laughs> definitely not. But you can have that moment, and it's it again. It does not. I don't think it impacts or ruins the magic in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. It's just putting the moment differently. Like you said, it's two separate moments. And then once you add the veil and the final whatever touches, and then you're walking and down the music the aisle, is like, playing. I agree. It's a whole different thing. Yeah.
I will say when I get married, though, I wouldn't do a first look. Interesting. Even though I'm like, eh, it doesn't ruin it. It's, <laughs> it's still something that I'm like, I'm okay without it. Mm-hmm. But I'd also like to probably be separated from my future husband for like a week. <laughs> I'd want, I'd want like some time to pass. Like you stay over there. I'm gonna stay over here. <laughs> In a traditional, like Orthodox Jewish wedding, the bride and the groom don't see each other for a week before the wedding. So like love, but we're like, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that at all. <laughs> I would love that. Like to really get that feeling of like, Oh, I cannot wait. Like it's, I think it would just, I also am like, so for my Christmas presents or even just opening gifts at all, I take a really long time because I'm one of those people that the, I, I'm savoring the anticipation of a moment because I understand once the moment happens, mm-hmm. pew, the magic is like, and we're here. You're not getting it back <laughs> ever again. You don't get it back. So I'm like, I want to savor as much excitement and like the feeling of, that energy as much as I can. So I would, I, w- I wouldn't do a first look and we're definitely going to be separated the week before, <laughs> but that's just me. But I as a planner, the you. first looks don't ruin the magic. Like, please do them. They're great. <laughs> I, I love that you have like your planner opinion and your personal opinion and that they're not always exactly the same. I love that. But also it's like when couples are like so adamant that they're like, we do not want to see each other. It's I'm, I'm really like, I get it. Like, I'm totally mm-hmm. fine with that. And I know some other planners who would be like, we have to, the cocktail hour, you need to go. I'm like, I'm really just chill. Like, sure, whatever, which one you want, I'm going to mm-hmm. execute it for you. Yeah. But I've seen some beautiful first looks that you're like, and that's actually a time that you get personal, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Yeah. And now people are adding like when they're exchanging personal vows and it's absolutely lovely. Like, yeah. I don't really get to see them. I just get to see the pictures afterwards because I really let them be by themselves. But I, either either way, you cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong here. We had gorgeous photos from our first look. Oh. And then I also – this is a splurge I forgot about. Um, I hired a content creator <laughs> at the last minute. Oh. Um, and I'm so happy we did that. Like at first, when I told Jackie, she was like, that's a waste of money. Like why are we spending <laughs> – money on this. And then the day after the wedding, when we're starting to get all of the photos and video, she's like, this was a great idea. It was totally like, worth it. <laughs> like, this was so <laughs> worth it. I was like, yes. And there's in one of the clips that the content creator, um, Erica Empire Content Creation. So if you're a tri-state area bride looking for a content creator, check out Erica. <laughs> there's a clip where we're like, where we're actually doing the first look. And we turn so like we did like a first we like touch because I hate when they do like the tap on the shoulder like that yeah, drives me up me. the wall. <laughs> they the photographers had us stand back to back and hold hands, and then they counted Aww. to three and we turned around and faced each other. But there's <laughs> a moment where our photographer Megan she was like, "Welcome to your wedding day," and like you could hear it on the video, and it was like, uh, it was like pure magic, and like I cry every time I watch. That quote, welcome to your wedding day. I love that. That's a. I think that's a new trend. This content creator coming because you get, you get some sneak peeks and some uh, authentic footage right away. Yes, yes. And like we love our photo and video team, Megan and Kenneth. They they absolutely knocked it out of the park. Like we've gotten so many compliments on our photos and also just like how unobtrusive they were during the day. Mm. Like they they're such seasoned pros. They can like get in, get out, like. 
get what they need to get and they're not, like little ninjas. <laughs> yeah, like you don't you feel like they're not even there. And then at the last minute they had they had been leaving and then my mom was like I need to get a, a photo with our entire side of the family and we hadn't gotten yeah. it yet so I like I had our wedding coordinator like run up the stairs be like Kenneth, Megan. And they took the picture for us cuz I was like I was like to our planner I was like if my mom does not get this picture like we will not live it down until the end of time. Like we need, I don't care if I have to pay an extra hundred bucks for him to come back and take the picture. Get like, this picture. Just get this photo. And they did. And they were like such angels and a quick turnaround too with our gallery and our, our photo, our video took like a month, which I feel like is very quick. That is but quick. Like we got it yeah. two weeks ago and I've watched it like no joke every day since. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my own wedding. <laughs> As you should be. You, you you spent a lot of time in dollars and cents mm-hmm. making it happen. You should be absolutely obsessed. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Wedding cakes are worth it. Yes. I will die on this hill that wedding cakes <laughs> are worth it. I'm not the like, oh, who needs cake? Like, no one likes it. No one eats it. If you go to a wedding and there's no cake, people are going to ask where the cake people is. People are going to riot. <laughs> like they're, they're gonna riot like yes we had other desserts we had cookies and we had a mr softy ice cream truck but like when i tell you we got so many compliments on our wedding cake um mm-hmm. my cousin actually who's a who bakes like in his um spare time like kind of side business he made our cake for us and it was like it was gorgeous it was like white four tiers like lambeth style cake like the vintagey looking cakes um and two of the tiers were red velvet. And uh, I had multiple people come up to me and be like, that was the best red velvet cake I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I only got to eat like half a slice because just like because we were just running around. And I'm like, I really miss that cake. Like, that was so good. I was like, I would have been in a corner like wolfing it. <laughs> Cakes are totally worth it. I should have been like, hey, can you save us a couple slices for us to eat after the wedding? But like. of the cake got served and eaten. Oh, well, he can bake you some more. (laughs) Well, my mom was like, my mom was like, did you save the top tier and like put it in the freezer? I was like, mom, nobody, nobody does that anymore. Like, like, especially actually you could save it. (laughs) I mean, like the cake part will freeze well because like I also bake my spare time. But the icing, when you defrost that, that'll be nasty. And like, yeah, for me, like part of. the experience of eating cake is the icing with the cake. Well, especially red velvet. It's like you want that cream cheese icing to be, to be hidden. So we'll have him break you an anniversary tier. Yeah. I was like, he's just going to, he's just going to make us a little anniversary tier. Like that'll be good enough. That'll be good enough. I love that. I love that. I agree that cakes are a hundred percent worth it. No disagreements. They are like a hundred percent. She's a game changer. Yeah. And we did do the private cake cutting. So, Oh yeah. Like people saw it, but we weren't like, and now the bride and bride. Now we have the cake. cake. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like we were doing it and whoever noticed it came over and noticed watched. It. And Did you have a song? For the cake cutting? Um, mm-hmm. A song was playing. I don't remember. Oh, no. It was, no, because we have the content creator. So we got the music in the background. It was You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. We hadn't, oh, like, we hadn't like picked a cake cutting song. Like we picked other songs. But there's like cute video of us like singing Taylor Swift to each other. Um, also, because right before that moment, Jackie, Jackie cried during our wedding because it was moving so fast. 
and I, like mm-hmm. my heart like she's like, she's like I just feel like it's going too fast also Slow because our, photo- <laughs> our photographer had come up to us like while we were eating dinner and was like listen we have like an hour and a half left with with them not of the party but was like mm-hmm, if there's mm-hmm. any like shots that you want us to prioritize like let me know and then when Jackie heard an hour and a half she was like oh my god like the day's over like our wedding's <laughs> over like we're done um and she got like so emotional but like but like her bridal party was like there like bringing her back into the moment and our wedding coordinator Amy Poppy and Lynn can't say enough good things about it we're going to see a musical together like highly recommend making friends with your wedding vendors after your wedding she told she gave, she gave us this exercise to do while we were sitting at our table during dinner and like nobody was bothering us she was like okay you're gonna like take all your five senses and like tell each other like what you're experiencing of those senses from your wedding day so and it really helps like ground you and bring you back into the moment Mm. and we like we loved that we've done it you know with other things since then i love that jamie this has been beautiful you had an impeccable wedding it sounds like And I cannot wait to hear more about the South African honeymoon. So kudos to you and Jackie. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of Betches Bride. Jamie, where can folks follow you on social? Um, They can follow me at Jamie Spock on Instagram, like an underscore between Jamie and Spock and at Girl 95 on TikTok. I've been slacking on the the TikTok content since I got married because like <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> so there'll be there'll be honeymoon content and I will get back to posting wedding content again. <laughs> All right, you guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram. You can follow me at I am Fallon Carter. Be sure to rate, review and follow the show on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening and till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Rebecca Salzmacat, Lauren Salome, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Rebecca Salzmacat. Social media by Lauren Salome. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.